wants coffee? Who wants a pot of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and let's get this thing started. Java Chat is brought to you by QuickFit, a fashion tech app that you can use to get real, relevant fashion suggestions right on an avatar you create in the app. After answering a few questions, the artificial intelligence figures out what you would look best in according to your preferences and your style. Beta will be released at the end of November, so be on the lookout by following QuickFit on Instagram. Search out underscore QuickFit, Q-U-I-K-F-I-T. Make sure you grab tickets for their launch party happening December 16th, the American Legion Hall in Northport, New York. You can get tickets now at their site, www.quickfitapp.com. Who wants, who wants a pot of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and let's get this thing started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Java Chat. It's Coffee with Mike here, hanging out with this young lady here um, who has a really interesting story and some cool stuff coming up too. So be ready for some, some coolness. Just a few things. Yeah, just, just some, some real coolness here. Uh, to my left, your, your right or whatever, however you wanna do it, over there is Sarah Holtzberg. Sarah, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And you'll see in the background jumping around my cat, Bogey, who always has to make an appearance. So he says thank you for being part of this as well. Uh, Bogey is the uh, mascot of the company that she is CEO of. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, he's adorable. Uh, we've seen numerous photos of him. Um, as much as you are the CEO of the company that you're with, getting to that point or this point today, yeah. it's been a journey. And give us an idea. Give us an idea of you know where where you're from, what you've been up to, and and how how did you get here today? Absolutely. So born and raised on Long Island. Don't let the accent fool you. I always loved two things really in life, and that was hockey and fashion. Oh. And I was that girlish tomboy. I got both from my family. And I always had the want to be in business and to get to use business to enjoy these things. Didn't know how I was going to do it, but wanted to get there. By the time college came around, I was accepted to Ithaca College on a very generous scholarship. But for those that don't know, that's a major-based school. So your scholarships were only for the school that you were going to end up in. So I got business and loved it. I was doing business marketing all the time, joined the fashion department, had a blast, and then went to London, said, you know what, sophomore year, I want to grow up, I want to feel like an adult, I'm going to just go to school there. Started off my first day and met the one woman that changed my life, Jen Gordon, if you're hearing this, you're still my inspiration. She was my professor for sports marketing, looked at me and said, I'm taking you under my wing, you're going to come learn what I do and experience what the world of sports marketing has to offer. I got to go to Chelsea football club games, rugby matches that were for wow. England, 
Yeah. Jealous. Jealous is an understatement. Let me tell you, that's cool jealousy understatement. (laughs) It was awesome. I was traveling Europe working and learning. And that led to a really amazing job offer to be part of the Rio Olympic Committee for the UK. Wow. Yeah. Now you're 19, you're living in a foreign country. Thankfully, they speak your language and they're asking this Yankee to be part of the UK committee and live in Rio for half of the year, England for half the year for the next year, and then go to Rio full time as a basically UK citizen. It was insane. And I said yes instantly. Didn't even think it through. (laughs) I don't really think there is anything to think through on an opportunity like that. That's one of those... um, What's his name? Uh, Sir Richard Branson. Say, yeah, figure it out later. (laughs) Basically. So I came home to get my new visa and I forgot that I applied for a summer internship with New York Islanders. I totally forgot that I did that. Uh Oh, so they reached out to me saying, are you still interested coming for your interview? 12 hours after I landed, I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to go to the front office for the New York Islanders who I'm obsessed with and see what happens. I swear to you, I thought I bombed this interview. There was no way these people were gonna hire me. I I sounded drunk. I was so jet lagged. (laughs) I looked like crap. There was no way. I go to the DMV to get my new photo and the phone call comes in. Sarah, as you know, there wasn't really much of a season due to the NHL lockout. How would you like to be on full time? What? I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> so I went on my phone, instantly saw that Hofstra had a transfer day the next day. Called my mom, said, uh, I need you to come with me to Hofstra tomorrow. I'm transferring and I'm gonna work for the Islanders. Wow, wow. Called England the next day, said, sorry, something <laughs> happened. <laughs> and I worked for the Islanders full time while finishing my degree. One year in PR, the next year I joined the broadcast team with MSG, which led to having my own podcast through iTunes, which was called Dropping the Gloves with Sarah and Jackie. That lasted a little bit over six and a half months because then I started working full-time for MSG Networks and a bit of a conflict of interest. Continued to work in sports. And then the Islanders moved to Brooklyn. And the world of hockey changed rapidly in New York. And I had a marketing degree. And I was like, this might be better to just make my hobby again. Started working for an accounting firm, doing marketing. Not going to lie, it was a little boring, but I kind of like the stability. <laughs> and I got to find my loves again. That somehow brought me into headhunting, which sent me to Philly, which then brought me back to New York. And then I ended up in internal recruiting for a fashion company, which is called Delta Galil. And I remembered how much I love fashion and it gave me this like, wait, why aren't you doing this again? Why aren't you part of this world? And I've always been a stylist on the side, always styling myself, my co-host, my talent on MSG. And so like, okay, we'll start off slow. We'll get back into the freelancing. Then I met my COO, Chris Wallen. And he had this idea for a styling app. 20 minutes of a conversation later, we developed QuickFit and we brought in our CTO, Christian, and the rest of our amazing team. 
that's um, uh, of course I'm feeling a little self-conscious at this point, knowing that I'm sitting in front of a stylist. But hey, you know that's how it goes. You have that Hawaiian flair about you, Mike. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a Hawaiian <laughs> flair shirt. That's not that's not a joke. Um, it's all true blue, as you can see. So <laughs> the 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 shift from marketing into HR. Yeah. What were some of the what were some of the things that you had to learn like really quick in order to be able to make a transition because this is something a lot of entrepreneurs run into where all of a sudden it's like pivot or completely shift how and am I am, am I able to do this the biggest thing is political correctness that was the hardest one for me I do not have a poker face and I would highly suggest no one ask me to play poker because unless you want to take all my money um <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think though having another side of the business bringing into HR was necessary because I know what the employee is going through. I know what they're thinking. I know what their concerns are. And I'm not just looking at it from a HR mentality. A lot of times HR professionals get stuck in protecting the company and not protecting the employee. This is true. I pride myself on not doing that. <clears throat> the only other challenge is, quite frankly, making sure you're also not insulting the other people on your HR team, because not all of them have had the same professional experience that you've had. Yeah. And you don't go to school for HR. No, there's you don't. There's no degree That's... in human resources. <laughs> There, there are certificates, but there's no degree. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a completely, it's its own little beast and no one's really taken the time to peel it apart and really turn it into an actual discipline, if you will. Right. Such as marketing or science or things of that nature. And yet it is, it's a, it's a discipline and there's art and science involved in HR that, you know, I have, we've had HR specialists on, on Java chat and it's always wonderful to hear how they, how they've evolved into understanding both sides of the coin and it's not that easy when you're when you when you're in hr you are expected to kind of protect the company um yeah. especially when you have um, labor issues uh afoot and it happens i mean the, a majority of the states have those issues and a majority of hr has to deal with that kind of stuff but to be able to be compassionate at the same time to both sides um, it's not an easy task. So it's, it's, um, but that's cool. You saw that, you saw that need um, and you saw the need for balance. Um, obviously that, that transfers over to what you guys are doing now um, with the new app. Uh, guys, we're going to take a short, quick 30 seconds. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about like your mentor, the one that, that inspired you and, and see how some of that affected your life, your thinking and your perspective. Okay. 30 seconds. And we're back here. John if you're looking to increase your brand and business using podcasts but aren't exactly sure where to start, ZC Media can find the most relevant podcasts to get you on so you can promote your brand and business. Whether you're a speaker, author, expert, business owner, or even if you just want to increase your visibility online, ZC Media can make it happen. Reach out today at www.zcmedia.agency. ZC Media, we got you booked here at java chat coffee mike sitting here with sarah holtzberg ceo of quick fit and we were talking a little earlier uh about 
some of your inspirations, you actually mentioned that you had a professor that was a big uh, influencer in your in your uh, academic life, but probably also in your personal life. Um, yeah. And we love hearing about these things, like how these people were, um, what they did to uh, either motivate you or inspire you to follow your dreams, follow your passions, you know, be able to dig into what it is that you really enjoyed doing. Um, what was that like? I mean, obviously you've, you've, you said it, I want to go be a big girl. This is, this is, this is a good thing. This is, I want to go and travel the world, which you should be doing, especially if you're in your twenties, head out. Um, the, the more you see around the world, in my opinion, the, the better off you are because you should be experiencing other cultures. You should be experiencing other places. The world is as small a place as it is, is an immensely large place. And if you're not taking the time to get out there and experience that, you're kind of, you're kind of shorting yourself on life, honestly. Um, so you, you get over there, you're, you're at school. What was that like? I mean, yeah, it was it just <laughs> you, your first run in with her. What was like, what was that like? It was my first class ever in London and I lived a block from the school. So I had only really looked around my neighborhood and I was, you know, I, I even like wore an outfit that I felt was very British, just watching like off TV, like, Oh no! I was oh, no. trying to be someone I wasn't, and she immediately starts the class, and I, I will never forget this. Who actually knows sports? And every guy's hand goes up like this, <laughs> and I start to like do like the slow arm, like. <laughs> and she goes, "Okay, who knows the rules of cricket?" And every guy's arm goes down. Oh. And I, she goes, "Tell me the rules of cricket." And I go, well, my favorite rule is that there's actually a break to drink. And she laughs and she goes, you know about that rule? I go, well, it started when the English tourists came into the in India colonies. And she goes, you know this? And I go, it's just such a cool fact. <laughs> the class starts laughing. and like, I thought cricket was like baseball. It's nothing like baseball, by the way. And she pulls me aside after class and goes, there's something about you. And I said, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And I was, I was 19. Like, I didn't, I was young. I didn't think I was young, but I was young. And she just shared with me everything. And, I mean, this woman is a, a rock star. I mean, she played for the England rugby team. Nice. Like she, she's the coolest woman ever. She, her and her husband, he's also was a professional athlete, professional football player, which for those that don't know is soccer. And their son is most beautiful. I still cannot believe that he's now like 17 years old. When did he grow up? Cancer <laughs> survivor, runs marathons now. The family is amazing. And they started this sports sponsorship company together. And right. they work with the, because in, the, in Europe and mainly in the UK, you first play for country, then premiership, then you have the secondary levels of sport. It's very different than here in the US. Yeah, so we're, 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 we're backwards, if I remember correctly. We go from Pretty bottom much, up. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't, in the UK still, being an athlete, you don't make as much money as you would here. Mm -hmm. Hence why David Beckham came to the US. But that could sure. go on a whole other tangent. Um, <laughs> and I will say also for those, and I want to get a lot of heat for this, and I'm a huge football fan, rugby is harder and will cause more injuries. I've said it. It's out there. <laughs> I, I know this. For that. I know this. We listen. I'm from Hawaii. All the polys play rugby. You want to talk about injuries? 
happens often and and half the time well i should say more than half the time they expect it they laugh at it themselves mm -hmm. when they get injured and they just take themselves to emergency and get fixed and i'm looking at them going okay what now <laughs> you know a rugby player if you look at their ears <laughs> that's one the other one is if you look at their face because every once in a while they get cracked there too um it, it, it's it's wow it's wild anyway it's crazy. Yeah. um and she just taught me everything about not only being in the business world and and being a, a person with a personality in marketing, but being a woman in business in a man's world. I will say, I think Europe is a little more ahead of the times when it comes to women being in business, just because of their education system. You do get more work experience when you're younger. And she really showed me that you can do it all. You can have it all. And you can be yourself and it's okay. I've never been known to be a wallflower and growing up here on Long Island as very stereotypical Jewish Long Island girl, that was kind of expected. Yeah. Seen but not heard. Right. Well, if you know me, it's really hard not to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was the name of the course that you that you were taking from her? Do you remember? Course Marketing 101. Really? So yeah. it was literally within that. Why did yep. you do sports marketing 101? That was that's interesting. Well, the real reason, if you took the class, you got to go to free games. Nice. That's why so I there, took it. There were some bennies along with this choice that you made. It was intentional. We get it. That's good. Absolutely. That, that's an, that's that's actually a great thing, though. I mean, I think a lot of times when people are looking for a way to learn a specialty they don't always look at the whole picture. They're just looking for, I, I want to get into this. This means this seems to be the only way. Now, same time, a lot of the entrepreneurs like yourself will look for what else is there that I can get out of this, mm -hmm. which is which is something that I would, I would suggest even professionals. If you're not the business owner, that doesn't mean that you can't also do this. You need to, you need to find the ways that make it enjoyable to learn. It's not... Yes. Cause it's not just about being passionate and then going and digging in mind you the analyticals are perfect for that that's great it's, it's fine but the rest of us that are not so analytical we have to find some way to be able to keep the fire stoked mm -hmm. and burning and and shit free games is a great way to do it i, I, I you know yeah. bravo as far as i'm concerned so after her who are some of the others that that you think may have been a, an influence to you a big one is stan fishler known as the Hockey Maven. He's written over 40 books. He has a hockey newsletter. He is beyond well-known in the hockey world. I met him in 2013. He was on at the MSG broadcast for the Islanders and he became basically another grandfather to me. We still talk to this day. He is a, he's a big supporter of Quick Fit. Nice, um, nice. He is now, I believe, 90 plus i'm not going to say his full age but we're getting close to that three digit mark yeah he's still hustling he's still working hard and he also he he taught me the entertainment world he taught me how to look at the camera how to speak in a way that isn't as new york meaning fast and a little aggressive <laughs> <laughs> and he made sports fun I always say I kind of wish I joined the sports entertainment world maybe three years later when the Me Too movement officially happened, because by no means, my, my story is definitely not worse than anyone else's, or 
I had it better than anybody else. I, I don't compare or contrast, but I think any female that has worked in any entertainment world has definitely experienced some aspect of behavior that is inappropriate. Yep. And he had my back and he supported me and he wanted to see more women in the industry. He always says that if his wife was still alive, she'd be running the world. And if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't even have the career that he had. And as not only a mentor, but just someone to have known and to know, I would, there would be no Sarah Holzberg if there wasn't Stan Fischler. I, I really do appreciate the fact that certain old guard uh, gents um, mm -hmm. stepped forward and said, you know what, this is, this is not just for us. This, I mean, women enjoy sports too. Why aren't they in here? Um, ESPN, you know, trickled in slowly, but now they embrace it wholly, which I really yeah. enjoy because now it's like, I'm not watching a bunch of jockstraps standing around talking shit. I'm seeing a bunch of girl straps walking around, you know, and, and they're, they're in there in the midst of it and they're getting on the stats, they're getting on the runs, they're getting on the news. And I'm looking at it going, see, now this is right. This is good. Everybody can have a conversation if you just give them the room. Mm -hmm. And we're not all blonde, by the way. No, no. And, and <laughs> it's, well, interestingly enough, some of the blondes are showing to be extremely intelligent, sometimes more than, forgive, forgive the term, more no, than. No, they just, need to start, they just need to start like hiring more of us brunettes so we can yeah. be like, listen, we, we know our stuff too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's be fair, guys. Um, <laughs> don't let the gingers in. They'll start taking souls. Anyway, um, they'll, take <laughs> they'll take them all. There'll be no sports left. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to catch heat for that too because I know a bunch of gingers in there. Anyway, uh, so two major factors. Where was okay? So you met one in London. Where did you meet? Where did you meet? When I was working for the Islanders. Okay, so you were back on shore. Mm -hmm. um, from that time. Uh, when did you, I'm assuming you moved into HR after that? It was first uh, marketing within yeah. the accounting world, which was really, I think, <clears throat> the biggest like, holy moly, what am I doing? But you take enough, you know, take enough classes on accounting, you know, enough to talk the lingo. It was, it was good for me to get my marketing feet wet again and to remember I got to do some coding. I got to do things I never thought I would do because. Honestly, talking about accounting got a little boring. That seemed a little exciting. And that led me into the HR path, and which brought me back eventually into fashion. I mean, I had some of the best clients in the world when I was headhunting. I got to work with LVMH, um, SMCP. I mean, these big names that really reminded me how much, although I love, love, love sports, there's something about fashion that just always sucks me back in. Do me a favor, um, because there's a lot of people that don't know those acronyms. What do those two stand for that you just mentioned? Well, LVMH is the major company for like Louis Vuitton and several other luxury brands. Um, and then SMCP is the family company for more European luxury bands, um, Sadra Minacho, and they have like four others that you probably wouldn't know in the States. But if you shop at Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom's, you're very familiar because it really says SMCP wherever you go. And um, a sweater usually retails for about $300. So they're very, very, very comfortable. Cool. So, and, <laughs> and, you, and you looked for, you were an executive recruiter for them or, or for, for the company that you own? Yeah, well, yeah, I was a third-party recruiter for them. And I worked on roles that kind of 
went from like director of accounting to account executive. I even helped find designers, which led me to my role internally with Delta Galil, which is an Israeli-based company. There is a brand called Delta in Israel, but they're also known for being the manufacturer of Splendid, Seven for All Mankind, Bare Necessities, recently also Skims for you Kim Kardashian fans. And my boss there, her name is Dana Tor, today, one of my really good friends. And she really helped me find my love again for fashion, as well as remind me how to blend HR, marketing, everything that I've done. She's the person, I think, if I were to pick my three people, she truly rounds it out because she also was very much on my level. On how, We grew up in similar ways, both Long Island Jewish girls, worked our way up, have done many different things in our career. It was also the older sister I never got to have, and I still can call her that. If I We talk all the time, and even though I don't work with her anymore, she is such a big part of my life. And quick fit, I don't think would be even in existence if I didn't have her support and mentorship within the fashion world. So how many mentors do you have at present? Three, the three people. Those three. So the, so, and you're still in touch with all three of them. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, in your own opinion, yeah. what is the, what level is the importance of having mentors just in general, not, not necessarily the three that you have, but as far uh, as it's gotten it's important it's definitely important because at the end of the day your family your therapist your rabbi your priest they're there as an ear they're there to guide you they're there to support you a mentor teaches you they yeah. make you who you are they influence you like you said before, who are the influences in your life that's what it is i mean i can call my mom and talk to her all day long and she can support me she loves me and she's going to give me advice I can talk to my sister. I can, I can talk to my best friends. But at the end of the day, when you have those conversations, you're leading the conversation because you're the one giving the information. Yeah. A mentor who has walked in your shoes, who has done what you want to do, is going to stop you and go, hold on. Let's try it this way. See what I have accomplished. Don't make my mistakes. That's a big part of it. And you as the mentee also need to take a step back and listen. And even if you don't agree, take the constructive criticism, which is something that I've personally always had to work on. But when you respect the person giving it to you, and it's also not biased, it's, it shapes who you are and it will shape your career. Agreed. I, I was actually um, with a friend yesterday who happens to be the VP of sales of a bank. Important uh, job. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an important dude. Um, and we were sitting down and he said he was, he was having a coaching session with one of, his, one of his account execs. And they went through a process to figure out what the, real, what the root issue of non-performance was. And it, wasn't, it had nothing to do with anything else than his home and what he had at home. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll probably come on the podcast and share this, but uh, uh, as a, as a premise to it, that account exec has triplets and that upends a lot of things when it comes to being married and having a family parenting styles, you know, philosophies yeah. and raising children and things of that nature. 
um, and the fact that there was, you know, he has two jobs, you know, make income and don't be an asshole. I mean, that's, that's, that's really, listen, that's really yeah. the job. It's make income and don't be an asshole because the woman has more of a risk and more of a vulnerability because she's the one having the children. She's taking herself out of the productivity of mm-hmm. life to be able to raise children. So it's up to the man to go out and do that and not be an asshole. And, and I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. And in the midst of all of this, he goes, what does a coach do? I said, well, he makes sure that you're performing at your highest level. He goes, that's right. You ever, have you ever seen a coach grab somebody by the face mask, pull them real close and just shout in their face? He goes, yeah. I says, you ever see a, you ever see any of those players yell back? He goes, no. He says, why do you think the coach does that? Probably because he wants you to be better. He goes, exactly. And every once in a while, a mentor or a coach, that's what they do. They'll get in your face and they'll tell you, you need to do this this way because it's more of what you can do because I've already seen how you play. I already know how you think. I know what you're up to. I've had coaches that have called me out. My buddies had coaches that have called him out, like literally 5.15 in the morning. Oh, I can't make the workout this morning. And, and like after so many times, the coach is like, okay, here, this is what we're going to do. And stuck it to him. I mean, didn't, in a, in a, in a yeah, manner that, that's no, really interesting. He I'll stuck tell it to you, one thing I learned from Jen, who works out every single day, she said to me, you're never going to be at your top performance if your heart, your head, and your body aren't all in it. And when I used to commute into Manhattan every day from Long Island and go out to happy hour and do all those things, I wasn't physically or mentally healthy. I was, my brain was working. I was showing up to work and doing my job. If you meet anyone that's known me over the last year, they go, you know, full body transformation. Like, yeah, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't, I, I felt I needed to do that. I got to work from home. I got to be my own boss in a sense. And if I don't go to the gym, it's not because I am afraid I'm going to gain weight. It's that's my mental time. That's when I get the juices flowing. And if I were to skip a workout or miss a day or not keep myself physically active during that day, nothing else is going to work. I always say to people, I was recently on a bachelorette party in Miami and the girls go, you're waking up at seven to go to the gym. You got home four hours ago. And I said, guys, it's for your benefit, not mine. And they go, what do you mean? I go, you haven't seen me in the morning. Yeah. I go, I wake up there. I'm happier there. I'm not a morning person, but you wake up so early. So I can look and act like one. (laughs) And that's how I kick off my day. And it's, it's been very helpful, especially in starting something like quick fit, you need to have that escape. And sometimes you get your best ideas when you're not focusing on it, so to speak, when you're getting inspired by something else. And it's, it's the, the coach mentality is very much there when you say that, because you also have to be your own coach and your own mentor at some point. Yep. Yeah, you do. There's a, there's a difference between thinking procedurally and thinking optimally. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Procedural is, going into work and just doing your job and existing versus, mm-hmm. versus what your, your other friend says, which is if you're all in one, all three in one, you get into flow state. If anybody's read that book and you're able to, you're able to come forth with a lot more, um, not just in ideas, but in productivity in, in and of yourself, you know, you'll be able to come up with, well, maybe I should do this. 
and see where that takes us. You know, it, 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 you get a lot more, you get a lot more, um, what's the word? You get a lot more potential out of being that kind of whole person. That's, that's great stuff. Awesome. Um, we're going to take one more 30 second break, guys. When we come back, we're going to talk about this new app that is going to be coming out because after learning about it and hearing about it, it's everybody knows I like AI and, and they have that in there, but there's also another element in there and we'll get into that. So we'll, we'll be back in 30 seconds. Building authority online takes a lot of know-how with SEO. M2M Media has that know-how wrapped up in an AI that watches what Google likes and then creates unique content that will help build your authority online. Imagine being able to have your brand or business listed not once, but multiple times on Google's first page. The Authority Builder Pro by M2M Media will do just that. Contact them today to find out more. www.m2mmedia.io This is you everywhere. And we're back. Last section. We get to talk about this cool new deal. Why does that sound so so hmm, political? The new, the, <laughs> the new deal. Uh, this is the I new. This is the new fashion deal, not the new, not the other deal that everybody likes talking about. This is the fashion deal. Uh, so Sarah is the CEO of a company called QuickFit, and it is a. It's it. This is going to kick you in the butt. She loves fashion, but here's the cool part. It's a tech company. Yes. That works in fashion, which at, at, at some, at some points people are going to go, how <laughs> this is, this is interesting guys. So I, I want you to hear this. I've seen attempts at what they're creating twice, both times failed because they were not complete or they were so far ahead of their time. Nobody even wanted to, to deal with it. There's always the, you know, the early adopters. Well, even the early adopters didn't want to try that back then. But right now, there seems to be an absolute need for it. The environment's right. The atmosphere is right. I mean, I'm not talking about the, uh, the, the Earth's atmosphere. I'm talking about the fashion atmosphere. The vertical uh, is, is ready for a new kind of help. And I really think that this is going to address that need. So give us the, the rundown. You know, take your time. Be as passionate as you want about it. Tell us what QuickFit is for, what it does, who it's going to serve, et cetera. Go for it. Absolutely. So QuickFit is the first ever customized styling and shopping app based on your body composition, style preference, and obviously we factor in your budget. It is your virtual mirror. What does that mean? We have combined artificial intelligence and augmented reality. Imagine a Bitmoji on steroids. You're looking at yourself on your app. It has every detail of your body. For some Rocking of us, that might, be a little, that might be a little daunting, but I get the point. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> and the reason why we want every aspect of your body is because we are going to fit and style the clothes for, for you right there. Why is that important? Well, we just went through a pretty intense pandemic. It was this little yeah. thing called COVID. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Well, people started shopping online and for the first time couldn't go into the store and try things on or even go clothing shopping. Yeah. And that really showed really everybody, when you shop online, you don't actually really know your size. You don't no. know what's actually going to look on you. Nope. And is the color even the same? Not always. There's a, there's a major disconnect. That then leads to, I honestly do not enjoy picking out my clothes. 
I also want to look a certain way and be part of a certain trend, but I don't know how to do it. Well, as I mentioned before, I'm a stylist and I love fashion as does my COO. And that brought in the styling aspect. But now how do we do this? How do we figure it all out? Well, it's pretty simple. Similar to any other type of customizable app, we get to know you. So once you figure out your avatar, you put it all together, we're going to ask you some questions about what you would usually go for style-wise. Do you prefer darker colors to lighter colors, depending on the season? Are you a heels girl or do you prefer flats? Do you like heavy coats or do you prefer light layers? Things that don't seem important, but are really going to help once you're in the app. And once you're in the app, there's different sections. There's the Quick Fit Mall, where you can simply just shop with our retailers. And also we are an Amazon partner. Sweet. You can, which is awesome. Oh yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You can also just do the finishing piece, which is when you're fully dressed, but there's like one thing that's just not working, whether it's your shoes, your bag, the watch, your tie, whatever it might be. And based on how we know you, we give you options until you pick one that's just right. We also have the opportunity to not only style fully, but maybe just style for an event. And we're going to have as well different levels that you can buy as a membership, although the app is free, which will allow you in-person styling sessions that can be virtually done for let's say a big event like a wedding past weekend my sister got married and I can officially say yes I did pick out her dress and it was that moment where you're gonna be part of someone's special day it's why we love what we do we want to make people happy and feel their best fashion is not just for the people that look a certain way in a magazine fun fact none of them look like that, look like that. <laughs> it's never gonna happen Okay. You're supposed to embody yourself and what you put on, not to sound like Meryl Streep and the Devil Wears Prada, you made a choice. That choice was influenced by somebody else. We like to do that in a way that's going to make you love yourself the most. That's something that was very important to me as a female who, again, grew up in a very stereotypical looks matter environment. You want to feel confident. And if you can see yourself on your phone going, hey, I'm going to look awesome. You're going to automatically feel better. Your smile is going to be bigger. The way you talk to people is going to be better because you're going to love how you feel. Quick Fit is a lifestyle. It's not just a way to buy clothing. It's a way to be yourself and to share that with others. And if you're asking who is our target market, anybody that wants to be we hope to expand this to from to kids to your grandparents and if that means that on thanksgiving and christmas and hanukkah and new year's eve and passover and easter you're helping them on their phone and teach them how to use it great go right ahead make it a family event we want everyone to have access to it and make it that user friendly and eventually you can say hey you know when it's your birthday Hey, um, I like already like saw this on QuickFit and like I know it's gonna look good on me. That's on my birthday list now. There you go. So you you got the wish list thing in there. That's perfect. Exactly. That'll we, that'll definitely. Uh... We want everyone just to love who they are, and fashion's a great way of doing that. The industry has sort of taken this change over the last like ten years, where you were 
designers were designing a really for one type of body. Yeah. Now they're not. And let's take advantage of that. And also clothing is supposed to be comfortable. Okay. That's one thing that the pandemic has definitely shown. It's the first time in 30 years that it is harder to find a dress, like a go like a gown, than it is to find loungewear. Yeah, that's true. That's now, true. If that doesn't show you why you need an app like QuickFit to help you get what you're looking for, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me quickly dig into a little bit of it. Um, yeah. The app in and of itself is going to ask for your body composition. Um, when it gets to the the selection, do you have to figure out what the sizes are and, and the fit and all of that stuff? Or is this something that's going to already, it's already going to be figured out? Yep. Okay. So is that the, is that the AI that's doing all of that? Yeah. So based upon what you put in, and you can always change this, by the way, because as a woman, what if you get pregnant yeah. or you have a full body transformation yep. or you're a gym rat and you're bulking in the winter and shredding in the summer? Yeah, true. It's huge, huge differences for absolutes. That's cool. Um, when do you guys plan on launching the actual app? So we'll be officially in beta November 30th, and we'll be open to the public first day of 2022. Sweet. That'll yeah. be awesome. So if anybody's looking for that, um, make sure you check down below. Uh, you still do your own fashion styling, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yes, so if somebody wants to find you, mm -hmm. Where can they find you? So you can always follow my styling page on Instagram, which is the at Sarah underscore style underscore program or myself, Sarah underscore Holzberg. I'm pretty easy to find. And obviously I'm also connected to the quick fit page as well. Cool. Um, so when it comes to quick fit, what's quick fits? Where, where do we, where do they find quick fit? On Instagram, it's underscore lowercase Q U I K F I T. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Okay. And and there is a website. Yes. Quickfitapp.com. Okay. All of that, guys, will be down below, uh, as usual, in the comments. Um, make sure you follow, like, you know, connect with Sarah's, you know, say hi. I'm, she actually responds. This is really I cool. I do. <laughs> yeah. She actually responds. Um, yeah, because there, there are some that just don't have the time, but we're, you're not there yet. You will be there. I'm fairly sure as soon as this thing picks up, you'll probably Listen, be there. Quick. We're on coffee talk and I'm drinking it all day long. So yeah, I'm yeah always right. <laughs> well, my thoughts over there and I'll be having more here shortly. Um, thank you very much for coming and sharing some time and explaining quick bit your story and everything. It's, it's, it's a joy to learn more about you as, as we go along. Um, uh, transparency thing here, Sarah and I are friends. So yes. <laughs> we've, 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 we, we know each other decently. I just got to learn a lot more about her today, which I'm really appreciative of because I think it's awesome. Um, we always say the same thing at the end of these. We thank you for making the time and taking the time to watch us. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the bell next to the button so that you know when we get another great interview like this, okay? You're listening to us on any of the 11 platforms I believe we're on. I, I think it's still 11. We might be on 12 now. Um, make sure you subscribe or download. If you would, drop us a review. You know, especially if you're on iTunes. iTunes is the one that, that apparently really matters. Uh, give us some love over there or throw some hate. I don't care. It's, you know, the more comments, about, I actually have a hater on iTunes. It was hilarious. I read the comment. I was like, wow, that bad. Okay, cool. Um, if you're on Anchor, you can be a listener. Uh, support us as a listener. We're, we're happy to have that support. We could use it. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you know, 
put comments down in the in the YouTube or on 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 the podcast or email us. You no, know, it's it's fine. Uh, tell us who you'd like to see on the on the podcast. We're happy to bring them on. We're happy to share their stories with you. Uh, this is for you. Biggest one to me. You got to know somebody that would would get something out of this. Somebody out there is going to see this story and go, "Oh, I can do this too." Or, "Oh, that's how they did it." Oh, that's what oh, okay, cool. I get it. I need a mentor or okay, cool. I just need to make a move. Share that with them. Send them the link. Let them listen to it. Just, "Hey, I was thinking of you when I heard this. Go listen." You know, the more everybody else hears it, the easier it is for them to learn from it. So, stay up, stay safe, stay healthy, and live for myself, Coffee with Mike, Sarah Holtzberg. Ciao for now. Bye. For more information on Java Chat, visit www.javachatpodcast.com. You've been listening to Coffee with Mike on Java Chat. Tune in weekly to this podcast for the next episode. You can also download or subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. A production of Oasis Media Group LLC, located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. For more information on Java Chat, visit www.javachatpodcast.com. You've been listening to Coffee with Mike on Java Chat. Tune in weekly to this podcast for the next episode. You can also download or subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. A production of Oasis Media Group LLC, located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.